Hey, and we're live. We're so excited for another episode of the Entrepreneur Speaker Series. And we have been away for a while. We have been working hard in the background. But today we're so excited because we are bringing a powerhouse of a guest today, Dave Van Hoos. And before I'm going to give him an introduction, I'm just so excited to have so many of you back watching these episodes because, as you know, we have incredible guests on the show to provide their stories, their challenges, but moreover, their tips and tricks for success. And with implementation, you can achieve too. And that's really the message of today. And uh, I'm especially excited today because if you were thinking to amplify your voice, right, if you have taken 2020 to kind of settle down and bunker down and really getting ready for that next growth spot, this is the opportunity because our guest, Dave Van Hoos, he is a renowned coach to so many of the great speakers in our country today. And he's an incredible speaker himself. He has delivered over 4,000 4, stage presentations. Uh, and I believe he does that internationally too. And I'm sure that he will give us some insight on that. But his leadership and abilities, it took his first seminar company to over 30 million plus in gross revenue. So if you are looking to amplify your voice, then Please stay tuned and ask your questions live. And I'm so excited to introduce our guest for today, Dave Van Hoos. Welcome to the show. Well, I am so excited and honored to be here with all of you. And I'm very, very grateful to share my experiences and share some amazing strategies and tools for people. So I'm excited. That is incredible. And before we jump in, of course, I want to welcome back our co-host, Angeline Waymeyer. She is such a familiar face, and I'm so happy that she is here with some incredible questions today. So I'm so excited and <laughs> welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, Ralph, for the great introduction. And thank you so much, Dave, for uh, being here. Um, I have the um, I'm very fortunate, I consider myself, to have the opportunity to work with Dave. And he, I think, Dave, you have a great gift within you. Like you are a great communicator, and then you have the ability to take, um, to communicate with people from a, from a very like a deeper level. Very, I feel very connected with you when I when I was talking to you. Yeah. And well, I, it's interesting you say that because it was a actually learned skill set, mm. and uh, one of the biggest things that I share with people, Tony Robbins wasn't born with a microphone in his mouth. Mm. There is mechanics and there are strategies to communicate more effectively. And in the beginning, when I first started speaking, I was very nervous. So I had to learn these mechanics that mm. today, obviously everybody says, well, you're just so natural. I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was natural for the first three years of speaking when I used to get so nervous, I would throw up and, and, and be very nervous. So it is wow. a learned skill set. Oh wow! And, and Dave, can you can you take us back real quick a yes. timeline because today, 2021, over 4,000 um, presentations delivered and counting. But when when was the first time that first moment that you set foot on stage? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah well, very very. I'm a speaker. What what do you why? Yeah. Well, that's a very interesting question, and uh, if I can take people back to this moment where I, I had a J-O-B, which we all know what a J-O-B stands for, Journey of the Broke, right? Oh, and, I, like, I like that version. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a J-O-B, but I had a great J-O-B. I was a professional football trainer, and I love sports, and I got paid to watch sports. Um, and unfortunately, uh, being a professional football trainer, I was doing a lot of sports, and I got injured. And so long story short, I had to get a back surgery, where they actually cut me in the anterior part of my stomach and they put what they call spinal fusion. Long story short, I was completely devastated. And I'm not sure if anybody is going through, you know, challenges where you feel like it's over with. And I was in that moment where I thought my life was over with, uh, my passion was gone and I didn't know what to do. So I decided to start a business and I took my credit card out, Rob, and I started a business. And it was gonna help people save time, energy, and money. Uh, guess how many customers I got the first month? 
Zero. Zero, right? Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought if you had a good idea, customers would show up, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so I had to figure out how do you get a customer? And you know what's very interesting is they say that 80% of small businesses will fail, the Small Business Association, within five years. And I researched why do most businesses fail? And they fail because they can't get a customer. So when I first started my business, if you are in a business or you're getting ready to start a business, really understanding how do you get customer is so important. So long story short, Rob, I started this business and we started doing seminars. We would uh, put an event on, we'd build value. We would have a speaker that came up on the stage and he would present, give information and give value first. And one of the biggest things I think if you're a business is you always want to give value first, right? Yeah. That's number one. So we did that and I'll never forget in one month, we, we hit like a half a million dollars in sales. Wow. So we're sitting there celebrating. We're in there and we're like, yes, we did it. You know, one month, you know, we hit that number. And our accountant comes in. His name was Mansoor. He comes in and he goes, what are you guys doing? I'm like, dude, did you see our, we hit what we did this month? We hit our sales goal. He goes, did you look at the P&L statement? I go, the P&U statement? <laughs> yeah. Like my background is in sports medicine. I knew about ACLs and MCLs yeah. and, and not P&Ls. Yeah. And so we looked and guess what our profit was after doing all that work? <laughs> like $1? Negative, yeah. maybe. Basically zero. zero. So this is, we looked at line 32 and it said outside speaker. And because we were bringing speakers in, when a speaker comes to your event and offers a product, it's a 50-50 cut. So we looked and said $250,000 went out to pay the speakers. And we, my partner says, man, we need to create our own speaking. And I'm like, yes, we need to create our own course, our own product. I'm like, yes. And they go, you're the one. <laughs> Me? No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't want to be the one. Are you crazy? And it's interesting because they say the number one fear guess what the number one fear is public speaking public speaking right yeah people would rather die uh before speaking it's yeah. crazy so uh but i say that's easy speaking to sell is a whole nother level of speaking right so i was i was absolutely terrified and nervous and but i decided to do something one of the things I've learned is that when you have fear, you go after it. Mm. So I told my partner, listen, I'll do be the speaker, but I know I needed to be trained. I know there was a system and I know there was a formula. So I fly to Vegas. I get trained by this guy. He didn't really teach me too much. I come back and my partner's like, so Mr. Speaker, how was that training? And I'm like, it was good. I go, they go, oh, by the way, I go, what? They go, we got your first speaking gig. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, where? And they go, South Carolina Real Estate Club. I said, okay. I go, when? And they go, tomorrow. I go, tomorrow? <laughs> like, oh, my God. I, I don't, oh, my gosh. So I went home freaking out. And the next morning, I get to the airport, and I fly up to South Carolina, our market manager's name is David Hans. Imagine and picture this, picks me up in his car and we're driving and it's kind of dark and gray because it's like five o'clock and it's in the winter. And we pull up to this VFW hall and I'm sitting in the car as my mind is, 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 is racing and my heart is racing and I'm sweating. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? So you know what I did? I did this, please God, let there be a fire, right? <laughs> yeah. No fire. Yeah. You needed to get out of there, right? It's your survival instinct kicking in. Please, God, let there be a hurricane, a tornado, something. <laughs> and when I looked up, I'll never forget David Hans's big white eyes. He goes, dude, are you going to be okay? You're pitch white. So I slowly took an action. I took that first step. 
which is in success in life, you always got to take that first step. Mm. So I took that first step and I walked up to the VFW hall and I opened the door and there's 300 people, Rob. Wow. <laughs> oh and my so goodness. I find the promoter. Guess where I ask him where where to go? I asked him, where's the best bathroom, right? <laughs> yeah, so I'm in yeah. there and I'm pacing, thinking to myself, oh my gosh. And I'm getting myself so worked up yeah. that I start to throw up. And the promoter comes in and goes, okay, Mr. Van Hoosh, you ready? I'm like, yeah, one more, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm at the back table and he introduces me and he says, you know, in a moment, I'm going to Mr. Dave Van Hoos and Dave has flown all the way to be here with us and he's here to empower us and show it the way. Let's give him a warm welcome to the stage. Now, in that second, I had to make a decision. Mm. Do I run up on the stage or mm. do I run out? Yeah. And everything in my brain was telling me, run out. You can go to the car, but I didn't have the keys. I'm like, I'm gonna be stuck. You know, I, and back, th back then they didn't have Ubers. I guess, thank God, because I was only one decision. I ran up on stage and I got up on the stage and it was like, wham. And I started to tell my story and I started to speak and I'm, and I'm teaching people. And I said, at the end of my presentation, for those of you, how many of you want me to share with you how I can help you even more? Let me see your hands. Great. Go ahead and get up and go to that back table and register. <laughs> wow. And guess what? They did. They did. Right? <laughs> As a speaker, that's your worst, biggest fear. Yes. That nobody goes back. Right. So they ran to the table to buy my product. Guess where I ran? Bathroom. The bathroom. <laughs> so I'm in the bathroom going, ah, 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 ah. oh my wow. gosh. So I'm hiding out I'm because I'm so nervous and I wait for everybody to leave. So I get out and I'm, I'm walking slowly because I'm going to sneak out of the VFW hall and get back to the hotel. Yeah. And the promoter says, hey, where you been, man? I'm like, uh, hey, how did we do, right? He says, oh my gosh. I said, what? He goes, you broke the record. You made $42,000 in sales. Wow. And I go, huh? Wow. $42,000 in sales? Yeah. Maybe I like this speaking business. <laughs> wow. So that's how it started. So and, um, what I'm that was here my first opportunity. So I was listening to Tony Robbins on the way home. And Tony uh -huh. Robbins said, I wasn't the best speaker in the world, so I spoke twice a day, seven mm -hmm. days a week. And so I decided, I told my partners, listen, I want to master my fear. I want to master this art, mm. science. And that's what I did. And I spoke every day at lunch and at dinner, mastering. Mm -hmm. And I learned about communication. I learned about techniques. And really, that one strategy of selling not one-to-one, -one, but one-to-many took my company Inc. 500. And that's wow. how I learned it. Yeah. So and 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 I would would like to say thank you because you really taught me, right? Instead of doing one on one and 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 taught me to speak one to many, I still remember my first speaking engagement, right? As soon as we finished our power day together, I went to speak and like <laughs> I don't even know how did I deliver. And then uh, I finished and then I ran away and then I look at the sales. It's like over uh, $10,000 from one hours of talk. So I really see the power of speaking that we can use that uh, to impact many, many other people's life. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, to me, it's the highest paid profession on planet Earth. Yeah. Speaking so, itself. And what I'm hearing from your story, Dave, it is like you didn't start out it's become a world-class speaker. You you have your moment, right? You you vomit <laughs> in, the, in the bathroom, but you did it anyway, right? Just like many other people, they maybe want to start their entrepreneur journey and we have fear, right? So what I wrote down, you said, master the fear, make a decision and do it anyway. It's really powerful. Yeah, we all know what the acronym of fear, fear is, right? False events appearing real, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, when you have fear, that's because you're thinking in the future. 
Mm. See, when you're in the future, you're in fear and anxiety. When you're in the past, you're in depression. Mm. But when you're in the now, that's when you're in your power. Mm. So I, I think it's kind of like a roller coaster, right? Some people can go on a roller coaster and be scared, and some people can have fun. Mm. So it's the story that we have the ability to change. So for mm. me, I enjoy stepping outside my comfort zone because to me, it's a thrill. And I, I want everybody to write this down. There's never failure. There's just feedback. Mm. Right? Yeah. So now you've learned what works and what doesn't work. And be okay. I want all of you to be okay to fail. Right? You, I, I've worked with so many, as Angeline knows, so many very successful entrepreneurs and authors and speakers around the world. Yeah. And the more successful they are, the more they've failed. Right? Because eventually, just like Thomas Edison, you know, he got so much feedback that he figured out how to make the light bulb, right? So to me, I'm going to give every grant, everybody permission that it's okay, that it doesn't have to be perfect, and that it's okay to make mistakes, and it's okay to get feedback, right? Because yeah. if you don't do anything, it, didn't, it doesn't matter. So you might as well step outside your comfort zone and let it rip. And have fun, right? Life's about fun. And I think a lot of people get stuck in their head. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, and one of the biggest things that we're going to be talking about is success. And to me, success starts from the inside out. You know, really? it's that internal game, that internal mindset that really, to me, being successful in business is 99% mental. Yeah, it's the thoughts, right? It's the it's the power and the energy that we have. And that's really been my mission. So after I started my business, I became fascinating, fascinated with what is success? How do you create success? And I went on a whole journey to really, really master that. So that's I have right. a question, uh, Dave, because you mentioned about there's never a failure. It's just a feedback, right? So when you look back in your life, what do you think is the biggest challenge in your life? And, and what did you learn from it? How, how did you come back and what did you learn from it? That's a great question. So I think for me, um, for anybody in life, they have to really understand how the brain works and how we operate. See, there's two parts of the brain. We have our conscious part of our brain and then we have our subconscious part of our brain. See, 95% of our thoughts, actions, and habits are not conscious, they're subconscious. So when I was in college and I cut up on a whole human body, cut up on a brain, that majority of our thoughts are subconscious. So if you think about this, like think about all the things going on for us to be here right now. Our heart is beating, we're breathing, our cells are going through, we have to know where we're at in time, we have to be able to uh, articulate conversation, our eyes are reading. So there's so many things going on that are unconscious. Now, what happens is I determined is this, typically from zero to eight, 90% of our programs or our beliefs and patterns are put into us when we're a child. Yeah. And today, we might want to be uh, a millionaire. We might want to have a great relationship. However, if we had a problem when we were young, then we'd be, we might get rich and we'll lose it all. We might find a good relationship and then we'd sabotage it. So a lot of people are living that yo-yo life and they don't know why. And one of the biggest problems is that because in the mind that they're programmed. Now, here's what's interesting. When we're zero to two years old, our brain is in a hyper learning state. Okay, this is the date, the, the, the delta brain. So they can measure the, the, the brain frequency. We're in that sleep like state. So we're unconscious. So everything is being programmed to us. Because as a child, we have to survive, we have to fit in with the group. We have to learn language. We got to learn how to eat. We've got to learn. So all of that is being programmed into us. Then by the time we hit four years old, okay, we're in a theta brain rank frequency. And that is the imaginary frequency where we have an imaginary friend. 
And so the problem is, is that's where the programs are, are, are put in place. So if you go see, you know, Tony Robbins or you go read a motivational book, right? You, you get that. However, the program hasn't changed, mm. right? And this is a big problem that a lot of people are facing because these programs are running their lives. Yeah. So what we have to do is step out of the programs and change the programs. And the only way to really do that is get back in that state that they were programmed in. Yeah. And how do you do that? Well, right before you go to bed or when you go to sleep, when you're in that sleep-like state, you can reprogram your brain, right? You can reprogram your brain through affirmations, through repetitiveness, mm. or you can seek out a clinical timeline hypnotherapist and they can go back and pull the programs out. So I think success starts from the inside out of really clearing all of the past traumas. Mm. See, all of the past traumas are all stored in our subconscious brain and in our body. And these are being reacted below people's conscious level. So that is a very important thing to get cleared. Mm. That, that's some really powerful material, uh, Dave. <laughs> and, and, I mean, for, for a lot of people, that, that goes extremely deep to, to more of a science-based approach and understanding of the human biology. And I'm personally a big fan, so, so I, I can totally relate to what you're saying. But on that note, for, for people who are currently listening and who are thinking, right? And some people in the audience might be thinking to use a stage to amplify their voice. Uh, and, and they would want to pursue a similar career to yours. What would you say to them or what kind of advice would you give them uh, to, to have a good starting point? Because I think that the majority, you, you touched on this earlier, the majority of people who are thinking about this might not take that step because of fear. So, so what would you say to them if, if they truly want to live their purpose and get into the speaking stage? Yeah, to me, um, I, I think the first thing I always like to tell people when I work with people with speaking is number one, start with the end in mind. Why do you want to speak, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of benefits to speaking. A lot of people like to speak because they can get their message out and they can impact people. That's one way. Another way is to build value in education-based marketing to get customers. You know, you know, there's a lot of different ways to, to get your message out. For me, I always like to start with the end in mind. If you own a business, the biggest challenge that we face is getting customers. There's only really a couple ways to get customers, right? You can do one-to-one -one phone sales. You can hire a sales team, which is very costly. And to manage all those people is very difficult. Mm. You know, today we have technology. So one of the biggest things that I'm teaching a lot of entrepreneurs and people is to do one to many. And that could be on a webinar. That could be going to a, a, a hotel. And the beautiful thing now, I'm in Florida. And right now, every hotel is booked because the seminars are back. In mm. fact, I'm getting ready to speak on a stage in two weeks. Uh, with uh, General Flynn and Mike the Pillow Guy called Reopen America, and they got 5,000 people at this event. Wow. So to me, when you get those opportunities to get your message out, you know, it, it, it's an incredible rush, but more importantly, you can really grow and scale your business fast. Yeah. I'm curious, Dave, when you speak, do you have any program that you're promoting right now? That's a good thing. So... Um, obviously one of, I have a lot of different businesses that I do right now. Mm. Obviously my, my, my core business for the last 10 years has been training people to step into their greatness, to step into their greatness and help them get their presentation, help them write their presentations and help them get their speaking business out. So that's one part of me. Mm. Uh, I have another part where I franchise companies and I help people get into a business with a franchise. And then uh, I do energy and spiritual work. So to me, I have a variety of different, I want to call them businesses or hobbies. And the great thing when you understand how to communicate, and here's something very important. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. Yeah. And when you master and understand the mechanics of speaking, 
You can speak on any subject at any time and sell anything to anybody. Mm. And that's what I've been teaching. So for me, it depends on what I'm passionate about. And my journey through life, you know, I've been passionate about health. I've been passionate about real estate. I've been passionate about all kinds of different things. So for me, uh, it changes. Mm. I think for me, the theme is I enjoy helping people and transforming people. And whatever the platform is, is is whatever it is. So that that's me. Uh, certain people are more specific. They have one passion and they want to get their message out. Mm. And Dave, I'm sure that you have been an inspiration to so many lives and people that you have touched upon. Just uh, curious, like what are some of the, the favorite countries that you have spoken in? <laughs> that's a good question. So uh, yeah, I've spoken around the world. I think uh, a, a very powerful opportunity was for me is uh, I got a call from one of my clients. He says, hey, do you want to speak at my event? And I said, sure. How many people? He said, 2,000 people. Ooh, <laughs> that's that's going to be a fun event. Yeah. I go, where is it? And he goes, St. Pete. I go, oh, I live by St. Pete, Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Goes, Saint no, no, Pete, Florida. Pete, Russia. Mm. And I said, oh, well, I don't speak Russian. I don't have a Russian product. I said, no problem. Right. So I went over to Russia and it was very interesting because really all people are the same. You know, if you take away the clothing and the culture and, and, and the different programs, all people are the same. See, I believe in oneness. Mm -hmm. And so I went over there and to me, I felt like there was a lot of suppression, a lot of control on people. And a lot of people were in fear. So I went over there to really empower people. And we forget in our country here, we're, I think, 10, 20 years ahead of a lot of other countries into entrepreneurship thinking and free speak, free thinking. So one of my biggest things is I loved is to really to put that light bulb in their mind, you know, that they can have personal freedom. They can have financial freedom because they've been programmed to go get a job, to work their, their the rest of their lives and be enslaved because we all know what. 20th century slavery is right debt yeah yeah that exactly and, debt, and you know mm -hmm. this is what you guys are all about helping people get out of slavery yeah which is dead um and 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 so so you you go ahead and and inspire other people through your story through your message but i'm curious are there are there people in your life maybe in the past or maybe currently that have inspired you because you went from a football coach to a public speaker and, and and now you find yourself speaking all over the world so do you have perhaps people that were influential in this journey you know that, that's an interesting question uh, a lot of people have uh had mentors uh mm. i think for me i'm what the, i took a test i think it was called the kobe test it tells you are you a quick start a fact finder a follow-through well i'm a 10 quick starter means I jump out of the airplane and build a parachute on the way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a blessing and sometimes, you know, it, it can be challenging because I, I want to take action immediately. Uh, so to me, I think for me, my really my biggest mentor uh, is the, the doing this, is really just going out, doing it um, mm -hmm. and, and making it happen. And obviously the, the ultimate mentor is God, right? You know, to me, when you follow your higher self and you get connected to, to, to Christ, uh, to me, that's the, the ultimate person. But what I did as a strategy is I think this is a great strategy. If you're not getting the results you want in life, the beautiful thing today is somebody's already been there, done that. So whatever you want to do, you can model success. See, I'm a strong believer. When you model what other successful people do, you will become successful. So to me, uh, back then, uh, I read a book a week and I made a commitment to go to a seminar every month. Mm. So I did that for 15 years, uh, which is good. So I'm always programming my brain, learning different mechanics and different strategies. Mm. And then every month I'm getting around very positive people because even Tony Robbins says, you become who you surround yourself with most. Yes. So at these seminars and at mastermind groups in different places, you're meeting very successful people. Mm -hmm. It's the same. 
if you drive by the haircut place enough times, eventually you're going to get a haircut. Is, is that a saying? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's enough. It's not. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So you'll get that haircut, right? So that's some of the, 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 I guess, some of the strategies to success. So, Dave, you mentioned about a lot of people, right? 85% people, entrepreneurs, they, they fail because they don't know how to get customers. And I have seen many people, they want to transition from an employee into an entrepreneur's role and journey. That's one of the skills that nobody taught in school, right? So what what's some of the tips or advice you can give people that how do they transition from being an entrepreneur to become a successful, uh, sorry, from employee to a successful entrepreneur because there's two different world, right? Yeah, it, you know, if I look at it, it is a extremely difficult strategy. Mm. You know, like we talked about, think about this. We're better off taking all of our money, all of our kids' money, and going to Vegas and betting on black than to statistically start a business. So if, if somebody is in that process or thinking about it, really, really, really think hard about it and make sure you have a big why. Mm -hmm. Because there's going to be days where you want to give up. There's going to be situations. There's going to be frustrations. There's going to be times where you got Friday and you don't have enough money to pay your employees and payroll is going to bounce. You know, you're not going to be able to pay the, the, the rent. So there, there is a big responsibility by being an entrepreneur. And I would say it's what I feel human beings were designed to do, to create, to, to not be stuck in a, a prison, which is the J-O-B, uh, a jail, um, to me, to have that freedom. So I think one of the biggest challenges people really have to learn is they have to learn the art of communication. Mm. You really, anything in this world that you want, you can get through your voice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the biggest challenge is, and this is what I've been teaching for over 10 years, mm. and I've written five books on it, is really communication. How do you communicate? Because, you know, you have to understand that subconscious mind. And that's something that, that is a skill set. It's a learned skill set. And the challenge is, is that most people don't want to sell. In <laughs> fact, when I first started, I, I hated selling. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be a pushy salesman. I, I felt uncomfortable asking for money and, and it was very challenging. And I should say, or however, but when I learned a, the proper mechanics and I learned how to communicate more effectively, then it became much easier. So it's a skill that they're going to have to learn or they're going to have to partner with or outsource because it's a big challenge for people. So if people, they want to, they want, they have a big why, they want to become an entrepreneur and they, they, they are committed to want to learn how to become a better communicator and sales. Do you have any program that people can, can take to sharpen that skill for themselves? Yeah, I think it's a good question. I do. Uh, I've written a couple books. Uh, I wrote a book with Dan Kennedy called Powerful Presentations. I wrote another book called uh, Sell More, The Forbidden Secrets to Mass Persuasion. But to me, really sales is like sports. You can't read about football and be a good quarterback, right? You have to practice and drill. So to me, uh, there's mechanics there, when you communicate and you do sales or you do speaking, it's like acting school because mm. write this down. 80% of communication is guess what? Body language and tonality. Yes. Nobody teaches you that when you move your body or how you present your body, you're communicating. So you have to drill those techniques and you, you, you have to practice. You know, you have to have your presentation and you need to practice it. And you need to get your sales scripts and you need to practice it. Um, and that's really been my secret to success. I wasn't the best speaker. Mm -hmm. I wasn't the best salesman. However, I really, really practiced the mechanics and my scripts and which caused me to be the number one or number two best speaker uh, when I was full time on the road. Mm -hmm. and, and it's a learned skill set. 
Did, did you ever at one point in life, Dave, did you feel that sometimes you were acting? Because to me, it sounds like you are currently character A and you need to become character B that handles a certain level of success. Did you feel sometimes that you were really acting like in a way that you were studying the scripts or learning how to control your body language on stage? Absolutely. You're, you're right. The speaking business is the acting business. You're right. <laughs> you know? And what's interesting is that actors go to Hollywood and a professional person helps them write the script and director movies. Yes. So for the last 10 years, I have written over a thousand webinars and a thousand presentations for all the top people in the world. Like you read the book, Russell Brunson. Russell Brunson came to me to learn about how to do presentations. People from that show Shark Tank have been to me, you name it. So what we really want to do is to win the Emmy is get the best script, <laughs> right? And, and really master that presentation. And that's all it is. Because if you go see Tony Robbins today, or you go see him in five years, he's word for word. It's the same thing. Yeah. But here's something interesting. A successful speaker knows their script, but it, they make it sound like the very first time. Yeah. Just wow. like a singer, like Michael Jackson or any of these great singers, they knew their song. However, they were able to demonstrate that song with emotion and making it sound like the first time they've ever sung it. And hey, Dave, what impresses me right now is that you're basically saying, look, you have to practice the fundamentals, the basics, but you're making it sound so much fun, right? It actually excites me to go back to the basics. Well, that's probably the most boring part if you think about the whole speaking business and talking in front of thousands of people. But you're right. It's, it's practicing the basics over and over so that it can sound like the very first time until, like you said, until it becomes part of you. So you act it until you become it. That's what I'm getting. Well, let me give you an example. When I was a professional football trainer, it's a known fact that it wasn't until halfway through the season that a professional football player wasn't in optimum shape. So if he played 10 years, he only played five in peak position. Yeah. Right? So what we would do in football is we would do two-a-days, and we would drill, and we would practice. Mm. So one of the biggest things that most speakers don't do or most people don't do is they don't do the two-a-days. They don't go in and drill. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that uh, Angelie knows, I have a class, a two-day workshop, which is actually coming up next month. It's called the Sales uh, and Scripting Academy, mm -hmm. where we get a group and we practice. We drill. I show you how to get on the stage. What's the very first thing out of your mouth? How do you, when you do one-on-one -on -one sales, how do you grab the attention? How do you use non-resistance communication? How do you build rapport instantly? So like you said, it's got to be fun, right? So, you know, the two-day event is designed to create that experience where you come two days. And after that, then you've mastered that skill set. Because a lot of problem with some seminars is they give you information and then you go home and leave and it's not practical or you forget. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I remember. Yeah, we 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 went on stage. You, we learned one thing, and then you go, you go. Each one of us take turns and practice. It's really amazing. So, um, if people want to learn more about the event, the academy, where can they get some information? Well, I have a really easy site. It's my it's my name. It's Dave V three six zero dot com. And that's an easy platform where all my social medias, any way for you to contact me. And if you're looking to uh, get your message out, if you already are a speaker and want to get on more stages, or if you want to become a speaker or get better at it, hit me up. I mean, I've been doing the speaking business for a long, long time. Uh, I was considered the number one speaker trainer in the world for a long time. So I have a lot of great resources connection. Hit me up and However, I can help you get your message out. I'll point in the right direction uh, so that you can live your dreams. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm sure that and, and we always recommend uh, because the, the growth is in the application, right? You just touched on that. We'll have to apply. So fortunately, we know our audience are action takers. So I'm so excited for them 
to to actually act on this and and take advantage for that in, for those incredible resources and then right now dave it's it's always time to to like we we just talked about having some fun right so i would like to uh propose a, a a fun question and and that's usually you see angelina and me we're we're asking you firing so many questions in and really squeezing all the juice out of dave and who's um, <laughs> But if you could step into our shoes, what would you have asked yourself that we currently didn't, right? Because I'm looking for that, 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 that golden nugget that we haven't shared related to what you do, because I know that our audience is so eager to, to, to take all this advice and really take massive action. So what would be, might be one thing that we haven't asked that you would ask yourself if you were in our position? I think the question that is a good question that uh, I should have asked is, what is success? Oh. And to me, that has changed over my evolution as a spiritual being. So in the beginning, success was what I saw in movies and what was taught to, you know, to, to become rich, to have a nice car, you know, to have a beautiful girl in these different things. So I remember um, I got on top of the, the mountain and it was supposed to be this holy thing up there. And I got up there and I go, this is it. <laughs> this is lonely up here and I'm unfulfilled. And so to me, I think you really got to ask that question is what is success to you? And it's different for everybody. Yeah. And you'll have different phases of your life that success are. And so to me, I got to that. I had all the physical, materialistic things, and I felt a little bit empty inside. So that's when I really, to, for me, determined that success is an inward journey. And to me, the purpose of life and why we're here is to find you. Yeah. And it's you to you. It's not in a book. It's not in a church. You know, even Jesus said the kingdom of God is from within. And I think a lot of people have lost that connection to themselves, to God. And there's so much distraction. There's so much. Everybody is putting everything out, outside of them. And very few people are taking the time to get to know their inner self. And really take that inward journey to me. So I, I wish I would have known that because I spent a lot of time, a lot of effort trying to uh, accumulate things, get awards, and fulfill that ego. And we all know what ego stands for, right? EGO, edging God out. So really, when we get caught too much uh, into the ego, into the fame and fortune, I think we get lost. That's my opinion. Wow, that's a beautiful description. And on that note, I'm actually wanting to propose the same question to Angeline because Dave's right, right? The definition of success is every is different for every person. So real quick, your definition, Angeline, what does success mean to you? I can really relate to you, Dave, because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm turning, I'm not turning, I am 36 uh, oh, this year, right? And then I share with, with my, uh, my, my friend, I shoot a video. I felt like my past 35 years, I, I was in the program. I was driven. I was driven for success. I was driven for the money. I was driven uh, to, to accumulate things, right? But all those, it's just a program that I want to prove to society. I want to prove to my parents. That's, that's what I've been doing. That's why I felt myself was very robotic for the past 35 years. And then I shoot a video, I, 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 I announce to the world, I feel I'm awakening. I'm awakening from within. That what I do, what I, whatever I, my choice that I chose, it's consciously, it's for Angeline. It's not for proving for somebody else, not for my parents, more for the it's, it's me, it's I made that conscious choice within. So I'm, I'm grateful for you to, to share the, the connection with me. Uh, with Marty, right? It really helped me take my spiritual journey to the next level. Definitely for me, for sure. Success, the old definition, it's about money, things and stuff. But to me, because I, 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 I imagine 
if, if today it's the last day I'm on planet Earth, right? I sleep in my bed and that's my deathbed. All of the things I accumulate, I cannot take it away with me. But there's the things that, like, uh, it's the impact that I make. That's, even though I'm gone, it still can be generation to come. Just like they, right? You make an impact in my life and through me, and then I make an impact into many other people's lives. So to me, that's my definition of success. It's it's the impact that I have when I'm alive in this planet. And also it's the experience that I have in, in this journey, like how profound is my experience and how impactful is my activity. So that's the two things I am after um, right now at this moment. <laughs> and, and to take this conversation super, super deep, um, it's interesting for anybody who is starting a business or in a business is really to figure out what is your driving force? Why are you doing it? And I remember uh, a spiritual advisor asked me a question. She said, Dave, why did you get on an airplane 4,000 times? Why did you make 500? Why did you do that? And I thought in meditation and I looked at I looked at it. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't about that. Uh, those were superficial things. And then I saw it. It was a childhood wound. See, most people are driven from something they've lacked as a child. Mm -hmm. My parents got divorced. My father wasn't there. And so I created a story that if I became rich and famous, I would finally be good enough, mm -hmm. worthy enough. And I drove myself. So a lot of people unfortunately have upsets, have painful traumas that are programmed underneath their awareness, and they're looking for something outside of them to hopefully fulfill that void. Yeah. And the really the biggest challenge, it doesn't. So I see a lot of younger entrepreneurs driving themselves. They're in this warrior. They're putting their body at risk. They're putting their health at risk. They're putting their family and kids at risk. And they're, and they're almost like on autopilot. Mm -hmm. And they're workaholics. But they don't know why. They don't know how to stop. Their brains won't stop. And so I think this is just a wake-up call for all of you. Exactly. It, it, take a look at why are you doing it. Yes, we have to live in the physical world. Yes, we have responsibilities here. But I think our bigger mission is really to take that inward journey, to really discover our truth, discover who we are and why we're here. And to me, I think that's the ultimate journey of success is to, is to discover that. My opinion. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. That is one way to end this episode on a strong note. What I took away, and, and by the way, I, I relate to, to your versions, the both of your versions, very much because at one point, if you have been around, you will start to see that the physical experience, you know, the things, the goods, it's not what important what is important, but it's they've mentioned that earlier it's the present moment and being able to enjoy and be feel fulfilled with the things that are in your life that are around you and the things that you can come in contact with um but i think the big takeaway on today's episode and i want to thank you both for contributing is that time and time again when we have these incredible extraordinary entrepreneurs on the show we see the connection to wholeness. We see the connection to spirituality and the vehicle, which is the business, is just a driving factor to impact and influence a lot of people. But it's really the, the connection to spirit and, and to like a greater, greater existence and energy life force that really determines how far you will go. So I personally want to leave this episode with a note. If you are considering entering this space in the speaking business, always remember your why. Like they said, remember why you do it, and then the journey will follow. So on that note, I want to thank our co-host, Angeline. Thank you so much for, for bringing Dave on the show. It was an absolute pleasure for contributing this incredible journey. And I also want to thank Dave for sharing so much insight and, and mainly wisdom. I think there's a lot of people that have read your material, 
consumes your material. So having you here live, being able to pick your brain for a moment, that was just so much fun. And I, I'm really grateful for you to take that time. As a last thing, what we always do, Dave, um, because we are all about giving back. Um, I don't know if we had discussed that previously, but maybe uh, by surprise, but is there something that we can give back to the community? People that are watching this episode, is there something from Dave News that you say, look, I'm able to, to give this back to you guys, take advantage of this, it might help you in your journey. Hmm. That's good that you put me on the spot. Um, <laughs> I guess the, the ultimate gift you can give somebody is your time. Obviously, I have a lot of experience. Uh, I have uh, a limited amount of time, but and if somebody is in in in, in challenge with a life, with their health, their wealth, uh, or they want to learn how to become a speaker, or their business is challenging getting customers, hit me up. Uh, I'll spend some time with you. I have an unbelievable Rolodex. Becoming because being one of the top speaking coaches in the world. I've worked with the best real estate guy, the best divorce guy, the best relationship guy, the best scientist, the best doctor. So I have uh, an unbelievable Rolodex to put people in the right direction. And to me, I think there's never, never problems. There's just solutions, right? So there's always a way to, to get to that next level. And, and I would be honored to, to assist anybody uh, on their journey. So whatever I can do, I would. Wow. Heartfelt, Dave, heartfelt, and certainly appreciate that generous gift. And so we're going to distribute that information. And in, in if you want to take advantage and connect with Dave to, to have that one-on-one -on -one time, which is invaluable, we're going to distribute how to connect with Dave. But for now, thank you so much, Dave, for coming on the show. We really appreciate you. And we continue to follow you on your journey in impacting so many more people. Um, and Angeline, thank you so much until the next episode thank you for our audience for tuning in live today and we wish you all a fantastic friday guys until the next episode in the same time same place until next time goodbye everyone <laughs>